According to the podcast statistics, Gabriel does not have a single listener in New Mexico or Old Mexico. But he still is insisting I tell you that on April 17th he will be at the Inn of the Mountain Gods in Mesilaro, New Mexico. On April 18th he will be at the Santa Ana Star Casino just outside of Albuquerque. Albuquerque was one of the first non-Northwest comedy clubs Gabriel ever headlined. It's closed now. Probably not a coincidence. On April 19th and 20th Gabriel will be at Laughs Comedy Cafe in Tucson, Arizona. April 26th to 28th he will be at the Funny Bone in Syracuse, New York. It's a really expensive flight so please buy a t-shirt if you go. And now it is the moment literally hundreds of you have been waiting for. Episode 16 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. Here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Check, check. Mama! Check. Rolling. Ah. That song stuck in my head. That Queen song. Because in my show, uh, I did yesterday. In, uh, actually, two days ago. Who gives a shit when it was? I did a show in Coos Bay, Washington. And uh, before the show, uh, the crowd, uh, 600 plus people, uh, all started uh, singing along uh, to that song. Who says uh, white people don't have culture? There you go. That's how you know uh, music is cooler than comedy, by the way. Is no one's ever going to be at a rock concert. And Buddy? Buddy. I'm recording a podcast right now. And you can't be interrupting with your thoughts. Anyway. Yeah. No crowd uh, at a rock concert is going to, in unison... Start doing, like, Jerry Seinfeld bits. It's <laughs> like, oh, before uh, before Green Day starts, what if all 5,000 of us were like, what's the deal with? Have you ever noticed? Who are these people? Music's cooler. You win, music. But I have less shit to carry around. Uh, I also had a fun show in, uh, Longview, Washington, although, uh, it was such a wild, it was a nice venue, but it was, it sounded like I would make it up. It sounded like a, a hallucination dream. It was like, oh yeah, there's this, uh, there's this nice theater behind a coffee shop across from a closed down casino and, uh, upstairs is a preschool, which, uh, all of that was true. Our green room was like a, a preschool room. I don't know. It was a weird building, uh, but it was a fun show. Um, thanks to Jr., who I think listens to this podcast. Thank you, buddy. It was a fun show. Let's do it again sometime. Maybe a little more money. We'll talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I told you what I wanted to be paid, and you paid it to me. Um, uh, so thank you. 
Uh, you can tell already that this is uh, a home podcast because I've been interrupted by my cat. Uh, it's just me here with Buddy and Don. Everyone else is at school, either learning or para-educating. My wife works Mondays. So, uh, just me and the cats. Uh, I guess behavior update on the cats. Uh, Don still hates Buddy. It's not going well. Maybe he needs some CBD oil or something. I don't know. He's just such an asshole. I actually, we have a, my wife has a friend who has a, she was saying, she put her cat on Prozac. Because, I don't know, he was depressed. How do you tell a cat's depressed? They sleep a lot? Uh, and, uh, she took him off the Prozac because she said he was, like, too happy. He would just be sitting on the couch purring alone. Which sounds great. I want to purr alone. I want to sit on the couch and be like, oh, yeah. But, uh, he was just too high. He was too high on Prozac. Maybe Don needs something. He's a cranky old man who does not like the youth of today. Um, maybe he needs some chemical help. I don't know. Just going to have a sip of my coffee. Oh, that's good. I was thinking I actually, uh, there's some similarities between how I like my coffee and I like my women. I was thinking about that. Um, I'm okay if a cat watches me do either one of them. Hmm? This is uh, way more information than you, you needed to know about me, but uh, my wife and I, we uh, sometimes have sex in front of Don, the cat, because uh, he doesn't care. It just, yeah, I guess, you know, he's seen it happen before. Uh, it's routine to him. He, he doesn't care. Sometimes he'll be on the bed. We don't even notice. I'll just look over. He's like bouncing around with like this look on his face like, oh, God, must be somebody's birthday. Ugh. Uh, he doesn't care. Uh, new cat, buddy. It's, uh, yeah, he's got to be out of the room because he wants to be involved. Uh, he, I don't know what he thinks. It's wrestle time. I don't, he gets too excited and thinks maybe if I bite an ankle, it will help. Uh, so we have to, uh, uh, he does not have in-room privileges sometimes. He's got to go. Uh, if you're like me, uh, the main reason to have a pet or pets is to sing silly songs about them, and uh, which is why <laughs> all week I've been singing this stupid song. Uh, buddy is white, Dawn is black, I don't see color unless you're a cat, uh, which uh, I don't know, sounds like I'm... I'm trying to pitch a children's cartoon about racial issues. I don't know what I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> oh, like it's an animal shelter. It's like an animated cartoon about an animal shelter where they learn about our differences. No matter where you're from, your ass smells the same. Get your nose up there. Get in the game. Well, this is going to be a silly one, I guess. Silly podcast coming up. Already happening. Me and my lady. Me and my boo. Me and my chick. 
we watched uh I don't remember what it's called. It's this uh tidying up, maybe? I can't remember what the name is. It might be called Tidying Up. It's this adorable, tiny Japanese lady who helps people organize their house uh, in a way that is totally unsustainable, in my opinion. Uh, She's like, hey, let's fold all our clothes and put them upright like you're standing a burrito on its butt. Like, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fold clothes that way. Uh, But uh, we were watching that show. And uh, there was a couple on there who do a thing that I've noticed other couples do. And so my wife and I have been doing it to each other all week. And that is uh, just an excessive amount of calling each other babe. Like, hey, babe, babe, let's get on this laundry. Okay, hey, babe, babe, what do you want for lunch? Babe, hey, babe, babe, if you could help me out. Hey, babe, babe, babe. Babe, I think the baby needs a nap. Hey, babe. Uh, and it's funny because uh, it's not necessarily a term of affection. Sometimes it's like, hey, babe, I love you, babe. You're the best, babe. But also when they're fighting, this couple will be like, babe, not cool, babe, babe. Babe, like they just got on surfing. Babe, I was out there with the tasty waves. Now I come back. You're all up in my shit. Not cool, babe. Sorry, babe. Uh, but I, so my wife and I jokingly have been babing each other up all week after we watched that episode, and now I'm worried it's gonna stick. Like ten years from now, we'll just be like, babe, what, babe? I love you, babe. I love you too, babe. And I have reason to worry it's gonna stick because, uh, I don't know, five years ago, I jokingly started calling my son Brosif. Uh, as in, you know, like bro. Like Abraham Lincoln? Like Brosif? And now I just legit call him Brosif. Like not even like ironically anymore, but like, hey Brosif, how was school? Like, it's a problem. And I really, I can't have one kid who's a Brosif. Uh, and I can't have a wife who's a babe. I already call my daughters Biscuits, which I have no idea where that came from. Uh... And then my uh, Maisie, she told me I shouldn't call them biscuits because some of the boys at school call their balls biscuits. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I mean, if you're at a restaurant and you order a biscuit and it's in the shape of a ball, something went wrong. Biscuits are not balls. All right. I hate to take a stand. Uh, I hate to make a controversial stand, but biscuits can't be ball shaped. A roll? Yeah, a roll, sure. A, a, you can. Oh, I got kicked in the rolls. That's fine. But ouch, my biscuits. That's. I don't know what that means. I was gonna. Uh, I feel like watching that show, tidying up, with my wife. I really. I don't know. Uh, this is. I guess I'm gonna talk about gender a little bit. Uh, maybe this could be an episode of my, um, my animal shelter cartoon, which I'm not sure what the name of it is. Maybe all, no kill, all chill. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it, I, women, okay. This is one of the things that makes women like better, especially running a family than men in general. I know there's exceptions, 
but multitasking, right? There's a lot more going on in a typical woman's brain than a typical man's brain. They're they're thinking about, you know, a million things from housework to signing notes to doctor's appointments to um, arranging rides and scheduling. Like, okay, so that, like, that's a good thing, right? That's a, a thing that makes uh, life better for that woman's family and the people in her life around her, even if she doesn't have a family. But I feel like the downside of that is... I feel like women have a hard time relaxing unless everything's perfect. And, you know, especially in regards to, like, the a messy house and this tidying up show we were watching. Look, don't get me wrong. Uh, I like hanging out in a clean room more than a dirty room. There is a feeling of, uh, like, ah, yeah, peace, I guess. There's a feeling of uh, peace, and uh, it just feels better. But... I have no problem leaving the house, having a good time, watching a movie, doing whatever while there's a big pile of laundry. It never enters my mind. I never think, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh mess around right now. There's a million things I could be doing cuz my bra- my man brain is always willing to take a break. Uh, it's more compartmentalized. It's more like, yes, there are things I need to do, but I'm willing to pause them at any time uh, for uh, any silly reason. And I don't – yeah, it's just – my wife was getting stressed out watching a show about tidying up because we're not the neatest people, okay? There is a giant pile of laundry right now. Uh, there is uh, – there is, uh, you know, our, I mean, our house isn't disgusting. It's not like, you know, uh, rodents and mold or anything. But it's, you know, there's shit everywhere. No, I should have said shit. There's, I don't mean shit like feces. I mean, oh, a pile of papers. Do we need those papers? I'm not sure. Uh, so, yes, our house could use some tidying up. Uh, but it doesn't stress me out. Like it stresses out my wife. She watches a tidying up show and goes, if we just had a system, if we just were organized, life would be smooth and better and everything would be great. And don't get me wrong, it would be better. But I just don't think that way. And uh, I got to be honest, it seems better to have the man brain. Uh, because we're, we're more willing to, at the drop of a hat, have a good time. And at the drop of a hat, a woman is more likely to pick up the hat and put it in the closet where all the other hats go. And uh, it seems stressful. I don't know what to do about this. Other than, like, um, I guess I could clean up more around the house for that. I mean, I've got a podcast. I've got some shows I'm watching. I've got... <clears throat> I don't exactly know what to do to uh, ease the chaos of my wife's brain. I don't exactly, uh, you know, I'm I'm not the one to implement 
I'm aware of uh, there's a concept that's called like uh, I don't know what it's called assumed labor or something, and there's a lot more assumed labor that falls on the woman than the man. I'm aware of that. I understand it's a thing. I don't. Um, but I also I don't. You know, look, I'll do the dishes. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll clean up. I'll clean a toilet, things like that. But I don't. It's all sort of surface stuff. It's not big. It's not like, hey, I reorganized the toy room and it's much more functional now. And I think part of that is I felt I feel like if I reorganized the toy room and made it more functional, uh, my wife and children would not be happy with the choices I made. Um, I mean, I had this brilliant idea when the kids were smaller and all the toys were smaller uh, to just get a giant bucket. And then I got a snow shovel, and then I just used that snow shovel to pick up all the toys and dump them in the bucket. I thought it was a great system. Okay, I took some initiative. I said, let's snow shovel bucket these little toys. And uh, no one else liked the system because everything has a place. Uh, but anyway, I uh, I don't know. It just seems stressful to be a woman, and I don't know um, what to do about it. Uh I mean, your orgasms seem better. <laughs> Maybe they're harder to achieve, but your orgasms seem better. You know, I don't know if that's a trade-off for being stressed off about... Stressed off? Uh, <laughs> stressed off sounds like angry masturbation. Oh, I had to stress off last night, man. I was fuming. Uh, no, I don't... It's not... It's. Better orgasms are not a trade-off for a million things running through your brain and you never relaxing. I understand that. But uh, I, I, I will. I'll just point out the the greatest sex a man has ever had ends with ugh. And uh, the worst sex a man has ever had also ends with ugh. So that's, it's, that's it. That's all we got. And uh, women, holy shit. Seems impressive. Uh, seems to be a wide variety uh, of orgasm level. And at the top level, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Um, so, sorry about the laundry. Uh, I'll try to help out more. I also think, uh, BT dubs, that this is why women kind of go batshit crazy on vacation. If you ever have... Well, I was just in Vegas. I mean, you see groups of women on vacation. I mean, they're going... They're going nuts. They're, because they can't do anything but be on vacation. You know what I mean? Like, you can't uh, put clothes away or do the dishes because you are uh, hundreds of miles from your home. You're on vacation. That's the only thing on your to-do list. And so, uh, I mean, sometimes they go bad shit um, because they need that uh, uh, relief from the constant brain strain of uh of multitasking um which uh which is why i think every man is slightly nervous when his woman goes on vacation because you don't fucking know what she's gonna do when she gets out of the life that she has with you uh and she might <laughs> she might remember uh her previous life and realize this current one is shit um but anyway uh, 
yeah, again, no solutions. That's not what this podcast is about. It's about uh, complaining. Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which... Uh, Apparently, it's just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Anyway, this is all stuff I've been talking to my babe about. Hey, babe. 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 Can you take the garbage out, babe? Mm, I did it last time, babe. But babe, you're gone all the time. Sorry, babe. You're right, babe. I'll take it out, babe. It's not good. It's not good what's happening in my house right now. Uh, my son, Broseph, uh, he's, uh, he's in Taekwondo right now. Not this minute, but in general. Uh, which he did karate as a very young child in fact one of my more successful comedy bits uh was about <laughs> him and karate uh <clears throat> but i don't know i felt like he needed an activity and uh so he's in taekwondo and uh he's doing great he's moving up the belts and uh he you know i'm not uh saying anything he would mind i said he has some uh he has some physical delays. Uh, my Broseph, he, you know, he's not, you know, didn't really tie his shoes till he was like 10. So he doesn't have a lot of, uh, the, the brain-body connection is a little off with him. And so, uh, you know, it's to see him uh, uh, doing this stuff in Taekwondo, and uh, it's great. I want to say that before I complain about Taekwondo, is it's great to see him doing it, and they're very patient and understanding with him and uh they also push him in the right way so i am uh i'm very happy that he's doing taekwondo uh but i don't know this is weird to me it's one of the things they make you do at this uh particular taekwondo place <clears throat> is at one point uh they say to the parents in attendance uh please stand because we're going to salute the flag. That's at like the end of every class. Maybe the beginning and the end. I can't remember. And then it's not like the Pledge of Allegiance. But it's like a, a bow to the flag. And Look, I don't particularly love the Pledge of Allegiance. Or any sort of uh, stuff like that. Because I just feel like it's... it's uh, it's a weird... I mean, look at the words. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. No matter what? You shouldn't pledge allegiance to anything. No matter what? Like, you know, uh, my wife has pledged allegiance to me, but if I go on a murdering rampage, uh, I think we're done. I don't think her allegiance should keep her with me. Like, nope, a deal's a deal. 
That's and I feel the same way about uh uh pledging allegiance to a flag. That's weird talk. Uh anyway. Uh like I said, they're not doing the Pledge of Allegiance, but they stand... I'm, I'm okay with, with uh, Brosif doing it because, I don't know, it's part of the whole kind of discipliny part of, you know, like the the instructor says something and the whole class goes, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, and they have to run everywhere. You know what I mean? They have to buy into this sort of uh, martial arts discipline system, sort of a little boot camp in there. Uh, so it's like, if he's going to do the class, fine, mix that in. I'm not in the class. So, you know, when they're like, parents, will you please stand? And I do, I stand. And then they have all this this bowing stuff you're supposed to do. And I look around me and all the parents are bowing like in unison at the same time. And I'm like, am I in a, what the fuck is happening? Like, are, is this a cult? I mean, first of all, uh, Taekwondo is a Korean discipline. Which, there is an American flag and a Korean flag on the wall, but it's, 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 <laughs> it's very weird to make American patriotism a part of Taekwondo. That's very odd to me. Uh, but, okay, I'm okay with it. Uh, but, I don't, I'm not in the class. If I was in Taekwondo, fine, I'll do all this weird bowing stuff. But I'm a parent who has $175 automatically deducted from my bank account every month uh, so my son Brosif uh, can get a yellow belt. I think that's enough of a commitment from me. I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to stand and bow. Uh, and do all this stuff. It seems weird to me. Uh, but then I thought maybe I'm just a problem. Maybe I'm a problem. You know? But it just seems, you know, people holding babies, struggling to stand up so they can, like, bow to the flag. Uh, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, is there a weird sex cult in here, uh, after hours? Do they all stay when the lights go off? Do they all stay and bow uh, to Sensei's penis? Like, what is happening in here? It gives me a weird cult feeling. Uh, or not, maybe not even a cult feeling, but like a church feeling. But I didn't sign up to be in a church. I I signed up uh, so my son could have an activity and uh, work on his hand-eye coordination. Uh, and now, and now I'm, uh, I'm in sort of, uh, some sort of Korean American, uh, patriotism, uh, dojo. And I'm very confused. It's not like I'm pulling out of the class. I'm just saying every time I'm there, I'm like, this is weird. Parents, can you please stand? No. How about that? No, I'm not going to stand. Why don't you stand every time I come in? And bow to me out of respect for the $175 that comes out of my account every month. How about that? Which I'm not, again, they're running a business. It costs money. I'm not even mad about the money. I just don't. I would have a lot uh, more enjoyment going to watch my son. And by, I say, by the way, when I say watch my son, I mean 
uh, listen to shit on my phone and uh, space out because uh, Taekwondo is not necessarily a great spectator sport. And you're not even supposed to yell. You're not supposed to be like, nice kick, Brosif! Babe, babe, did you see Brosif's kick? Babe, he is kicking ass out there. Uh, but it's just weird. Like, I don't want to, it, it, I, when I go there in my head, I'm like, oh boy, here comes the part where all the parents are expected to stand and bow. And there's like a bunch of bowing involved. And, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm bankrolling the class. I'm not in the class. Uh, it's weird to me. Very weird to me. Speaking of Colts, I said that like the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, C-U-L-T-S Colts. Um, I've got a Ramtha update. If you've uh, listened uh, to all my episodes, which everyone should, should be required listening in colleges. Um, I've talked about Ramtha before. There is a, uh, a woman named Jay-Z Knight. Uh, who uh, runs the Ramtha School of Enlightenment, and Ramtha is a 35,000-year-old spirit warrior that she channels and uh, teaches people uh, how to be enlightened for a price. Uh, I'll play it just in case you haven't heard my previous Ramtha episodes. Just a quick taste. This this is is Ramtha on the uh, Merv Griffith Griffin show. In uh, I think 1985, At, this is not this is Ramtha's voice uh, talking. And you're my first 35,000 year old guest. <laughs> to that which is called I entity be an enigma, and what is 35,000 years well, old? Our anthropologists today tell us that 35 years ago, people didn't have brains like they have today. They had little, small... To the evolution of man, the brain has evolved. So it is great to know that somebody 35,000 years ago had such good command of the language. Master, even before my time, they did so. Mm -hmm. To that which is termed, is it why indeed your uh, scientists, is that termed? Mm -hmm. They have not found the great civilizations yet. They will. Your home was Atlantis? That was um, a place that that which I lived, but I was a pilgrim from a land called Mu. Uh, That is uh, to say I am a pilgrim from a land called Balmu. How you say uh, you're uh, scientists, I believe the word. I don't know what the fuck that character is. Uh, as As I said before, it sounds like an alien that... Uh, Captain Kirk would have to talk to in original Star Trek. Like, I do not understand your people's ways. How you say, um, uh, space travel, for we travel in our mind. Like, it's community theater level bad acting. Uh, and she has apparently made a bazillion dollars, uh, from people buying into these teachings. Like, <laughs> I am not from Atlantis, I am from, uh, many places. There is a a place many do not know about under a pineapple under the sea 
There is a sponge who is a fry cook. And a depressed squid who runs the register. And how you say the, uh, proprietor, business owner? Uh, he is a angry, cheap crab. Who, for some reason, has a whale daughter. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Ram the square pants! Yes, entity. I believe, uh, here on Earth that is called, uh, how you say, uh, singing. Uh, Ramtha. <laughs> that was my Squidward impression. I'm known for my impressions. Um, not known for them being good, but for the attempt. <laughs> I can't remember what comedian said that. Bill Hicks? I don't remember. Some comedian said, uh, uh, I'm like evil Knievel. I get paid for the attempt, which is a very funny line. Any hoozles? Ramtha news. Uh... I, I saw this article. Uh, Jay-Z Knight? Or Ramtha? I can't tell them apart. I mean... Um, she just donated $10,000 to the Citizen Fund to build the border wall. That's right, kids. Ramtha. 35,000-year-old spirit warrior Ramtha is a Donald Trump fan. Which is bananas. Like, the whole the whole thing that from the person I know who did the Ramtha School of Enlightenment, it's about, like, third eye, your brain has powers you don't even know about, and all this spirituality and, and, and spiritual power, and, like, how politics fit into this? I have no idea. But this is this is even more weird. Like, I went to Jay-Z Knight's Twitter, and it's all, like, weird. Not even weird, but just, like, it's, like, political <laughs> retweet. Like, a 35,000-year-old spirit warrior uh, is, like, retweeting, retweeting Clinton uh, 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 conspiracy theories about how they murdered people. Which is, like, that's what you... You lived in Atlantis, and you... You want to come back and read shit you could read on Breitbart right now? I don't understand it. But here's what makes it even weirder. She loves Trump now. But uh, she... I think it was 2012. She also liked Obama. She donated to Obama's fund. And uh, she donated to the Washington State Democratic Party $70,000. Uh, I think this was in, like, 2012. She donated $70,000 to the Washington State Democratic Party, but they ended up giving it back because a video came out of Ramtha making offensive comments about Mexicans, gays, Jews, and Catholics. And also even organic farmers. Organic farmers! <laughs> <coughs> Who talks shit about organic farmers? Uh, that is to say, uh, I prefer pesticides. Organic farmers smell like shit. Uh, what was, there's some of the comments, uh, I'm trying to find, I'm scanning, I apologize. 
Um, by the way, Knight's defenders argued the video was heavily edited and that her comments were taken out of context. Some of the Ramtha comments she made uh, include referring to the invasion of the Mexicans who just breed like rabbits and saying Jews had earned enough cash to have paid their way out of the fucking gas chamber by now. Ramtha! The hell is wrong with you? The School of Enlightenment is racist? How the fuck does this even... By the way, Salma Hayek is a Ramtha follower. Uh, a Mexican Ramtha follower. This makes no goddamn sense to me. So she, she gave money to Democrats. They gave it back because these comments came out. And, and this article said, some people said she spent millions of dollars scrubbing the that video off of the internet, which that seems unreasonable. I don't even know who you would give millions of dollars to to scrub a video off the internet. Uh, but I will say you can't find the video. I, I looked, can't find it. Uh, but that is really, really weird to me. I mean, the Democratic and the Republican uh, part of it. Some of the things that Ramtha said, this is not Jay-Z, I mean, it's all Jay-Z night, but this is... <laughs> As Ramtha and some of the stuff uh, uh, she said about Trump, this is in 2016. Uh, okay. <laughs> she, as Ramtha, so you pay money to get enlightened and get to certain levels or whatever. So as she's giving a talk to uh, her subjects, smoking a tobacco pipe, Ramtha loves to smoke. You know what I mean? They say it'll kill you, but... He's 35,000 years old. He's doing fine. There's no lung cancer if you're enlightened enough. Uh, which, by I didn't even know if I said that last time. Ramtha's a man. Jay-Z Knight's a woman. But anyway, she channels a man. Uh, so smoking a tobacco pipe, Ramtha went on an attack on the Clinton Foundation and said the FBI was behind the leaking of Democratic Party documents to WikiLeaks. It was never Russia, she says. He says. Which, oh. Maybe that's true. Uh, Ramtha cheers the new president. That that man is trumping deceit. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. He does business. Get it? I said trumping deceit. His name is Trump. He's trumping deceit. 35,000 years old is not too old for dad jokes. Trumping deceit. <laughs> oh, that's clever. I'll be chuckling all you say all day. Uh, I'll be... Uh, Finding that amusing entity. As a kicker, actually even before the kicker, what? You used to live in Atlantis? You're 35,000 years old? You can channel yourself into a human currently living? You're in some spirit world? He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. You have a pipe! Ramtha, according to this article, Seattle Times. You have a pipe! And you're saying Trump doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. He does business. Well, that's what 35,000-year-old spiritual warriors should be really into. Businessmen. Holy crap. Uh, here's a fun one. Ramtha predicts Trump will receive the protection of UFOs while flying in his jet. And the first time he looks out the window, when he sees two silver discs... As escort, he is going to know it all. 
And this is a man who is not afraid. He is going to know it all. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm sure Trump appreciates the support, but uh, he's not going to be down with all of Ramtha's ideas. He'll take the 10000 bucks to build the wall. But, uh, wow. I don't understand any of this. And uh, <laughs> even, even the thought that if you live, like if I got to channel into someone 35,000 years from now, I'd be like, who's president? What's going on with that? Our borders are important to me. Uh, we should probably build some borders. Ramtha's a Republican? What the fuck? Who used to be a Democrat? She gave money to Obama, but now tweets things about how uh, <laughs> he should go to jail for some reason? Uh, I've, I've never said this about a cult leader before, but I'm starting to think Jay-Z Knight is a little nutty. Uh, wow. Wow. That just for uh, shits and giggles, Jay-Z Knight's Twitter is pretty interesting. Um, and also, it does not seem to line up with the sort of enlightenment talk that I've heard her say. Do you know what I mean? All enlightenment talk is like getting beyond our human body. Who cares what color the fucking body is? Unless you're a cat. That's the only time you're allowed to notice. Like, I don't... Very odd to me uh, that Ramtha is uh, very into Trump policies and uh, that someone who used to live in Atlantis 35,000 years ago uh, is a big fan of WikiLeaks. <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't even think they had the internet 35,000 years ago. Oh, yes, we did. Uh, you're how you say scientists have not discovered our ancient internet. It was made by giant spiders. That was how you say uh, a joke. Wow. I mean, kick me in the biscuits and knock me over the feather. I did not think Ramtha would be such a Trump fan. Uh, very weird. Okay, um, if you give me an iTunes review, I'll read it. I've said that a couple weeks in a row, and no one has left me one. So, fuck me, I guess. Uh, no, it's fine. People are listening. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think that's enough. I gotta go fold laundry so my wife doesn't... <clears throat> Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We did it. We made it to the end. I love you. Talk to you next week.
Show's over. We're done. Bye.